Amen. And if anybody in this place believes that God is going to move in a supernatural way, will you give God a shout? Give him some praise right now. You picked an incredible day. You picked an incredible day to come to church. Church, you can have a seat. I am, uh, my name is Monty, I guess. If I haven't met you yet, one, one of the pastors at Meadows. And uh, Merry Christmas for me to you again. I, just because the 25th has passed by, man, it's still Christmas at our home, and I hope it is in yours. I hope it is all year round. We are so excited. I know Sarah mentioned, if you're a guest, I love that. I want you to hear it again. If this is your first time at Meadows Church, welcome home. We have a gift for you just for being here. The Connect cards, I think I got one to show you, but the green cards that are in the chair backs, maybe I do, maybe I don't, you'll, you'll see them. But fill it out, turn it into guest services. We have a gift just for you, there it is, just for you. Today, like I said, today's gonna look different. If, it, if it's your first time, you gotta come back, okay? Uh, because it, it's gonna look different today but it's gonna look beautiful today. I promise God has something so incredible in store for you. Our mission that God has given Meadows, in case you haven't heard, it's to lead people to Jesus. Say Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. To lead people to Christ and their God-given purpose. See, I, I know you have a purpose. You might not even know what it is. You might think, what's God's will for my life? God will reveal things to you today. He will. I promise you. I promise you. But, but we exist to lead people to Christ and their God-given purpose. Last weekend was epic. Last Sunday, we had six more people give their lives to Jesus Christ. We celebrate and we'll never stop. I had a gal online say, because I share that stuff, man. I get excited about those numbers. And a gal said, oh, you shouldn't have to count numbers. And I said, I'll, I'll never stop counting numbers. Numbers matter to God. You know, there's a book in the Bible called Numbers. So don't tell me they don't matter to God. I mean, there's a book. But they matter because they represent people. Every number has a name. Every name has a story. And every story matters to God. Like your story matters to God. And so it is yours and yours and yours. So with that said, I want you to, I want you to, because I want to set the tone for today. Um, you know, after Christmas, they have sales, right? You know, big sales, you can get wrapping paper like 80% off, something like that. I don't know. I always get buy it full price because I'm not that smart. But anyway, so we have a sale for you today. We have merch that's in our welcome center. We've never done this before, but it's all half price because we want to clear out all of our merch because we're bringing new merchandise in in January for a new series. So we're super excited. So if you've ever thought about getting some Meadows merch, it is out there. It is half price today only. That may never happen again because I'm cheap and I'm telling you. So uh, take advantage of it. Um, it is today only. If you're watching online, I love you. I'm sorry. We didn't, we, you know, but thanks for joining us. So, um, there's a this series coming up next week called Breakthrough Prayer. And uh, we are, uh, we love giving things away. We're giving away a book to every, every adult in the church. You can, they're out in the Welcome Center. Again, you can grab one as you leave. It's called 21 Days of Breakthrough Prayer. And we, I believe that God is going to move in sub, such a supernatural way through this January series. It'll change your life. So 21 Days of Breakthrough Prayer. So grab that book, and then I'll talk about it more as we next week, so you don't even have to get into it yet, but I want to get it in your hands as soon as I can to make sure that you get it, because we love giving stuff away. Giving. This church is all about giving. You guys are amazing to me. I always brag on you to other pastors that, and I don't want churches to struggle, but I know there's churches struggling during this time, during COVID and the crazy year that we've had. But uh, this church, I mean... You're givers, and it shows all the time. In fact, what if I told you that 
last week or maybe 10 days ago, our church got made aware of a story of a family, a family that was hurting, a family that's not part of our church, but that's okay because Jesus didn't say, go, hey, go reach the people that are part of your church. No, he said, go love the people wherever they are. So we got, we got made aware of a family that, um, well, they had a tragedy around Christmas. And I even hate hearing that, but it's, it's a reality. And uh, a family of five kids and the mom passed away at a young age. So we heard about the story Someone who's in our life, in a life group, those are our small groups. You should check those out. It's, it's incredible. That's how this miracle happened. So we heard about the family, and, and we wanted to make an impact. And so we were able to have, get a hold of the dad and ask him, how can we love your family? They don't know us. They, they don't even, probably never heard of our church. It's okay. And we said, we want to help. And uh, he said, okay, we don't have room for much. We don't have room for toys or any of that, but we need clothes and gave us all the sizes. And uh, we're, we were able to divide all the kids up with all of our life groups, all the, our small groups. And I'm telling you what, do we have that picture? Here's just one Snapchat. Look at all the gifts that were given to this family. This, this happened in a matter of a couple days. They came through. So all, they were blessed with all those gifts. Plus they were blessed with, with like $700 worth of gift cards from our church. So this family... And I, it doesn't even come close to making up for what they, the loss that they're feeling, obviously. But if we can somehow spread a little bit of hope into their situation this year, we'll do it. And I'll say it, if they never set foot in Meadows Church, I, I'm okay with that. I just want them to know that God loves them and that I want this season not to be something of a, a bad memory for them, but to know that there's hope in this season. I love that. So thank you for giving. Whether you give online, like I do, or you text to give, or the vases in the back, it doesn't matter. And if you never give to this church, if you never give back financially, I'll never stop loving you. I'll walk with you. God's going to move today. Even as I talk about giving, I'm thinking, what does God have in store for us? How is he going to give back today? He's a giver, you know. I'm going to pray for you. And just so you know how this today is going to look different, today's going to have extended worship music today, more than we normally do. Today, I'm going to give you opportunities to pray. I'm not going to make it uncomfortable, but I'm going to give you opportunities to do some things up on the stage if you want. But I really want God to move in your life. I want something different. I want, see, COVID's taught me some things. 2020's taught me some things. The church needed to do some things differently. And I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to reach people. I want you to live your purpose. I love you, and God loves you more. So I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> breakthrough prayer. I love that series name. I'm praying for breakthrough for you today. I don't know what you brought here today. I don't know what you're struggling with today. I don't know where your hurts are today or what's on your mind, but I know that you have a God that loves you. And he's going to show up today in a mighty way. Amen? Father, would you have your way? Would you do what only you can do, God? Today is really... We, we call the series today, God Praise and Praise. Like we're going to give you praise online. We're going to give you praise in this room. We're going to give you praise as people listen in their cars or wherever they're at, God. Then we're going to get on our knees and we're going to give you praise. And we're going to pray, God, we are going to come boldly before you in whatever way that looks like, God. And we're going to ask you to do some things. And there's some things that, I mean, they're going to be big things because we believe that you're a big God. And we're going to thank you. And we're going to give things up to you. Like right now, God, um, clear our hearts and our minds for a word from you as we prepare for what you have for us today. Can we pray together? We love praying the Lord's Prayer. It's a prayer I grew up praying. 
And uh, if you know it, pray it with us. And if you don't know it, you can read it right off the screen and, and, and pray it with us. But let's pray as a family. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father, we're getting ready. We are ready. We're ready for something new. We're ready for breakthrough. We're ready for the old to be gone. We're ready for the new to come. God, I honestly don't want those to be cliches that Christian people just say because they sound good. Because it, we say it because uh, a new year is coming, God. Uh, we are ready. And God, what does that look like? I, I don't know. I really don't. But I know someone who does. And that someone is you, Father. So if we prepare for what you have for us today in this unstructured, uninhibited setting that you've created, God, I know two things. We are gonna give you praise because you are worthy and you are good. And you have gone before us and you see things that we don't see and you know things that we don't know and you are doing things that we don't know that you're doing, but you're doing them, so we praise you. And then we're on our knees and we will pray to you. God, we need you in this world. We need you in our family. We need you in our dysfunction. We need you in our world. We need you in our country. God, we need you in our communities. God, we need you in our schools. God, we need you on the streets. God, we need you. Have your way. Do what only you can do, Father. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray in agreement. And everybody says, amen. Hey, have a seat, church. Turn to, and tell two people, we're getting ready. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. You love when I sing, don't you, Delaney? No, you don't. Um, so, here's the deal. Here's what I want you to know. You all want something new for 2021. Like, I think we're quick to discount 2020 because many would say it was the year that sucked. It was the year that we, we want to forget. It was the year that nothing good happened. But, but you know what I contend? The more that I contemplate and think about 2020, the more I think about God is getting us ready. Like God is shaking things up. Now I'm not saying he caused the virus. Or he, I'm saying he allowed it. I'll tell you that for sure. And in all things, God works for the good. So what does God want to do? I know good things happen in 2020. And if you don't know that, I'll remind you. I did some, I, I did some numbers. Remember numbers? Oh, I like numbers. I told you that earlier. So check these numbers out. In this horrible year of 2020, through Meadows Church, 95 people have given their lives to Jesus Christ. We're getting ready. We're getting ready. Come on. 95 people. Thank you, Jesus. And he's just starting. Give him some praise. 25 people have been baptized in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit in this church. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So we celebrate 2020. I thank God for it. We, uh, the series for 2021, Breakthrough Prayer, would not be our series starting out 2021 if 2020 didn't happen. God's getting ready. God's getting us ready. God is doing things. If I asked you what's the one thing that you could do, what's the one thing that you could do, the one thing that you could change that you would have a breakout year in this next year, a breakthrough year, 
what would it be? What if the answer was prayer? What if that was it? Even as I say prayer, there's some I know that you think you don't even maybe feel comfortable hearing it because maybe you've never been taught how to do it or you, you don't do it or, or maybe you're taught like me and you freak out. I've shared this before. I was taught at five years old how to pray. My mom would come in my room and pray with me every night. And maybe your mom or dad did too or someone that you grew up with. And I wonder if they taught you the same prayer that my mom taught me. If they did, you could pray it with me right now. It was this prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Okay, why are we praying that prayer to kids? Okay, my mom would leave the room and I'd be freaking out. I'm like, I don't want to die. And if I do die, who's going to come rip my soul away and take it somewhere? I mean, what are we doing? No wonder prayer freaks me out. <laughs> but that's my, the first prayer I ever learned. And it sounds like it might have been yours too. What is prayer? Prayer is just talking to God like he's your best friend. I was blown away three and a half years ago when I was preparing with others to plant Meadows Church. And my pastor was talking to me and other church planners. And he's the pastor of a church that's 21, 22 years old now. It's a church where I got saved, where, I, where the Holy Spirit came into me and made me new. And we asked um, my pastor, we said, what's the one thing that you would do differently if you planted Celebrate Church all over again? And I was expecting to hear an answer like, well, we do outreach a little differently, or we would have picked a different location, or we would have launched with one service rather than two, or whatever. I was expecting something like that. You know what he said? I wish we would have prayed more. This is a church that's reached tens of thousands of people. And he said, I wish we would have prayed more. I, don't, I didn't really understand it at the time, because I'm like, oh, well, pray is just a given, but it's not. Prayer is so powerful. My prayer today that, that I'm going to, I hope that I or God will give you a glimpse of the power of prayer. That, that we will see that God wants to do something in and through us. I wrote down, prayer shows who you're depending on. Like, who are you depending on for your, your year to be like it's never been before? For your family to see breakthrough? For your finances to see breakthrough? For you, your, your workplace to be made new? For your depression to be lifted? For, for you to do something that no one else is going to do? How is that going to happen? You, have to you can't depend on yourself. We'll, we'll jack, I'll jack things up in my life. Maybe you do too. Who are you depending on? Prayer shows who you're depending on. I want a scripture to get, or I have a scripture to give you. It's John 15, 5. Jesus is speaking. You know, Jesus, the center of Christmas, the Christmas story, Jesus. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, say remain. Those who remain in me and I in them, well, they're going to produce fruit. In other words, they're going to impact lives. They're going to live purpose. They're, they're, they're going to they're impact eternity. They're going to tip the scales in the favor of God. They're going to change the world. That's what Jesus is saying. You stay attached to me. You stay, you abide in me. You stay connected to me, Jesus says. You will produce fruit. Good things will happen through you. It, you don't even have to force it because when you're connected to the source, it happens. Fruit happens. Say fruit happens. Fruit happens. It just happens. But then Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And you might say, well, wait a minute. There's a lot of people that I know 
that maybe are an atheist or they don't claim to know God or they don't know Jesus, but they're doing great things in the world and they're making an impact and they're big names in, in the news and they're big names and whatever. They're not doing anything eternal, I'll tell you that. Jesus always talks, Jesus is always talking eternal. He's never thinking temporal. He's never thinking this side of heaven. It's, he's always thinking bigger. I wanna make an impact for eternity. I believe you do too. So if, if Christ is the vine and we're the branches, we are to cling to him, abide in him. The, one of the number, number one ways for you to abide, to, to cling to him, to hold on to him, is prayer. That's how you connect to God. Yet how many of us, don't raise your hand, but don't do it. We don't, we, we don't find time for it. I'm not judging you, trust me. I'm a pastor and I can be guilty of it. So I'm pointing the finger at me but I want something new for 2021 and I believe that you do too. So I thought about, I, I, last week I shared, I challenged you to come up with a word for 2021. And some of you, you might come up with one word like I did or God might reveal a phrase. Carissa, your phrase might be for 2021. I, I just don't want to kill anyone, right? I mean, it, it's hard. Life's difficult. Praise God, we're going to pray for that. So that's not a bad thing. I mean, you shouldn't do that. So what's your word? My, it's ironic. My word for 2020, it's, it's on this. My, it's, my word, it's ironic. I said that once already, but it, it is ironic. My word for 2020 was an F word. Isn't that weird? Because 2020, you know how it was kind of screwed up? So it's not the F word you were thinking, Mabry. It was a different F word. <laughs> Focus. That was my word for 2020. It's fun talking to me, isn't it? You never know what I'm going to say. Focus was my word for 2020. My word for 2021, you could probably guess, is pray. I want to give you an opportunity, a few minutes to pray with yourself. Just pray with you and God. Maybe you've never done it before. Maybe you didn't do it today yet. You're going to do it now. Just in the quietness of a minute or two as the band plays, music behind you. During this few minutes when you pray, I want you to really ask God, God, what do, you, what, do you, what do you want to give me for 2021? For some of you, it might be pray. It might, your word might be, you need more faith. Your word might be discipline. You know you're all over the place and you get nothing done and you need discipline. It might be focus, like mine was for 2020. It might be, it might be praise. This is the year that you're going to praise God because you know that you're blessed. It might be renewal. It might be restore. It might be redeem. It might be forgive. God might give you a word in this moment when you pray. If he does, or if you already have your word, I want you to come up and write it just on a piece of paper and, and put it in these baskets. If you're watching online, I want you to write it down. Uh, keep it for yourself. Or better yet, I want you to also um, send it to us on a message, on a Facebook message, or email us at hello at meadows.church. Email us your word. We'll pray over it. But during this time, I just want you to pray by yourself for a few minutes. And if you know your word, come up and write it down, put it in the basket. We're going to pray over those. But what's your word? And God might not reveal a word. Don't feel pressure. I don't have a word. I don't have... Okay, that's okay. It's okay. Ask him to reveal it today, this week. It may be in the series Breakthrough Prayer, he's going to reveal it. If it doesn't happen in the moment, that's okay. God works on his time, not ours. But if you know it and he reveals it, write it down. Some of you, you already know it. You don't have to wait for me to stop talking. Come up and write it. I don't care. So... For the next few minutes, I'm going to allow you to pray. Talk to your father. Jesus is your father. He loves you. Talk to him like he's your best friend, even if, even if he's not. Talk to him like that. Ask him what you want for 2021. 
Ask him to reveal new things to you in this moment. Maybe this is the first time you've ever literally prayed to God. Praise God you're here. Take a minute or two and pray. And I'll say this, I'm gonna be right here. Pastor Casey's gonna be up here. I'm just gonna be hanging here. And if you wanna come pray with me, come pray with me if you want, or just pray with yourself. I don't care, it, today is unstructured. Don't care, I just want you to connect to God. Prayer room back there, they're back there waiting for you to pray back there. If you got something you wanna pray with them about. By the way, that's not just the prayer room, this is the prayer room. Oh, by the way, this isn't just the prayer room, but when you go home, that's your prayer room. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this in your car, whenever, okay, that's your prayer vehicle, okay? Some of you need prayers in your car because I've seen you drive, it's terrible. So um, your, prayer, your prayer room is wherever you're at. So pray right now to yourself, to your God. We'll give you a few minutes and I'll be hanging up here in case you'll be hanging up here. And after that, I'll come back with you, all right? Let's pray. Spirit of the Lord is moving in this place. I'm proud of you, church. Just for speaking a word to your Father, I'm proud of you. He is overjoyed to hear from you. He loves you most so much. There is power when we come to the Lord. There's power when we come to the Lord in numbers, in agreement, together. It's all over scripture. That's why the, the booklets that you're gonna take that we're gonna really dive into for the series Breakthrough Prayer, they're out in the Welcome Center. Again, they're free, they're for you. You'll see that it says the power of agreement underneath. And the reason why that's so huge is because the world has never been more disunified than now. Disunity rips at the heart of Christianity. Disunity is why lost people, they don't want nothing to do with the church. They don't want nothing to do with Christianity. They're like, you guys, you look like the world. You act like the world and you, you, you talk a big show about Christ, but you, you fight on social media. You act like the, the lost people act. You, you act like you don't have Christ in you. 
I don't want to live. I, I want to be unified as a church. Unified doesn't mean we always agree. It doesn't mean we're always getting along, but it means at the end of the day, we're together. We're all in, not because of what we want, but because of what he wants. Amen? So the power of agreement, I have a scripture I want to give you. By the way, the word agree in the Greek literally comes from uh, symphony. Think of a symphony and how beautiful it is when things come together. And music that individually doesn't sound the same, but when it comes together in a symphony, it is beautiful. That's, the, that's agreement in the church. That's agreement between believers. If you're not a believer in Jesus today, thank you for being here. Keep coming back. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to pray for you. We exist. I, I exist to love you and walk with you. So excited that you're here. But if you're a believer in Jesus, when we come together as Christians and agree, oh, it's powerful. And what we have to agree on is scripture. To me, that's, that's non-negotiable. It isn't. I'm, I, I, I am, I'm sold out to it. If you're new to Meadows Church, the word of God is, is what we preach every week. Nothing else. It never returns void. It's, I've let it down. It's never let me down. This is what the Word of God says. King Jesus speaking again, by the way. I love. Every, anytime Jesus talks, it's always good, isn't it? It's just good. It's just, it, he's never let me down. Matthew 18, verse 19 and 20. I also tell you this. If two of you agree, say agree. Gosh, it, it, agreement, unity. If you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered as my followers, I am there among them. And that's powerful because in and of ourselves, we'll mess things up. But when we get together with another believer and you both got the Holy Spirit in you, there is a very good chance that together with the Holy Spirit in you, you will discern the will of God as you pray. And if you're in the will of God, trust me, God wants his will to happen. That's why scripture is saying, when two come together in my name and you pray in agreement, it's going to happen. The will of God, he wants it to happen. Does God's will always happen? No. We live in a sinful world. But when we agree through the power of prayer, we can make a difference. And I, I want to make, I didn't come here. I don't, we, Meadows Church doesn't exist to make a freaking dent. We exist to make a difference, amen? That's what we came to do. That's what God wants us to do. That's what we're called to do. I want to be that church. I want to be that church. So, with that said, let me make it a little bit uncomfortable for you. And I don't do that just to make you uncomfortable. I do that because I want you to grow. And I know that unless I'm challenged and unless you're challenged, we don't grow because growth and comfort, they can't coexist. It's impossible. So if you would pray together, I'm going to give you a topic to pray over. And maybe it's your row, and you can just stay in your chair, whatever. You're adults. You can figure it out. And if, you're, if, you're, if, you're not, if there's not many people in your row, look to the row ahead of you or behind you. But I want you to pray in agreement. Maybe one or two of you will take the lead and pray. You figure that out. God will lead you. Be bold. Here's what I want you to pray over. I believe God wants you to pray over yourself, first of all. Just pray over you. If you're not healthy, no one in your family is going to be healthy. Okay? The most important person in your life is who? You. It is. You need to take care of you. Pray for yourself because that's important. Pray for children in, in your family or in our world. They're our future, our youth. Pray for families, the family unity, the family, the family, the family um, dynamic. Pray for that. And the theme is peace and unity. Peace and unity. Peace and unity. Say peace. Say unity. I want that. I want that. 
Holy Spirit's moving, isn't he? So, don't overcomplicate it. I want you to kind of be safe, but, but kind of in rows or however you want to do it. Find at least one other person for sure and pray for yourselves, for, for children, whether they're yours or just children in general because they're our future, for families, and you're praying for peace and unity. I'm going to give you a few minutes to pray together. And again, I'll be here. Casey will be here. We want to pray with you. The prayer team's waiting to pray with you. So whatever you need, let us pray. But pray together. Again, if it's, if it's uncomfortable, that's okay. It's supposed to be right away. That's okay. Don't let the devil stop you from doing what God has for you. Let somebody pray over you. Casey to come up. Casey is, uh, some of you know him because he was part of this church for three years until Crossover, the church that Meadows already planted and we're getting ready to officially plant, um, happens. So God's timing is perfect. Our timing was we plant Crossover last or in this year. We now know that it's going to happen in 2021 and we're okay with that because God's at work and we're excited. I'm going to pray over uh, one more topic, and then we're going to worship again in song, and then I'm going to close. So you'll be, it won't be too long, I promise. Ten minutes, you'll be out of here. Pastors sometimes don't tell the truth, though, so let's take 12 minutes. Um, I wrote this down for, and you'll see this in your booklet. It's, it's crucial that we pray big and bold. I challenge you this week. I challenge you in January. I challenge you through the series Breakthrough Prayer that you start praying prayers that God has to show up. See, I, I've been guilty of praying prayers that, I mean, honestly, I could probably accomplish them on my own. You know, and not that we shouldn't pray, oh God, give me safe travels, but you know, just don't drive like a moron, right? That's what my kids tell me. You'll get safe travels. I want to pray some. When is the last time you prayed something so big and so bold that, that it, it would fail unless God showed up? When? I'm challenging myself, so I'm telling you, I put down, we expect God to answer only prayers that we can fulfill ourselves. 
Most Christians don't believe that God still has the power to move mountains. God moves mountains. God still parts water. God still heals people. God still raises dead things back to life. God is still that same God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'm going to pray for us right now. I got to give you one more thing. This is, if there's, if there's, we don't have notes today, but man, if you want to take a note, this would be it. The greatest miracles we, we see, we will see, are the ones that we were convinced weren't possible. The greatest miracles that we'll see are the ones that we were convinced were not possible. I could tell you stories that God's done in this church. Even as I pray that, there's some people here today, you don't think it's possible to have peace in our country. You don't think it's possible for our country to ever get back to what it was, maybe. I'm telling you, with God, all things are possible. So as, we, as I get ready to pray over you and our country and our churches and our pastors and our leaders, I give you 2 Chronicles 7.14. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. We can't just pray and keep going down the wrong path. It doesn't work. You gotta, you gotta cooperate with God. You gotta rebuke the enemy. You gotta repent. You gotta turn a different direction. If we do that, he will hear from heaven. He'll forgive their sins and heal their land. There's hope for the world. There's hope for our country. There's hope. But we've gotta do our part. That's what it's all about. So I'm gonna pray for our churches. I'm gonna pray for our leaders. And if you're wondering if you're a leader, I'm already gonna answer it. You are. Oh, I don't lead anybody. I'm just a teenager. I'm telling you what, you're leading yourself. You're leading somebody. You're a leader. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I'm praying for our churches, our leaders, our country, and our world. Father, I thank you so much for leaders like Casey and others taking the helm and leading churches. I lift up the bride of Christ, knowing that, boy, we're, that's getting shaken. The church is getting revealed what's really going on, God, we, we need to repent in things. God, strengthen the leaders in the church. Strengthen the leaders in the workplace. Strengthen the leaders in the world. Strengthen the leaders in the families. Strengthen it, you, us as we lead ourselves, God. Help us turn from the things we've been doing that we know aren't right. Heal us, God, forgive us. We want revival. I want it in the United States, but not just in the U.S., I want it in the world. Jesus didn't just die for America. He died for the world. And we want what you want, God. I think there's people that have lost hope because of whatever, maybe elections or crazy stuff that's gone down in this year. But God, you're still on the throne. You're still moving and we're still fighting our battles. So we're going to worship God and we're going to give you praise as we talk about fighting the battles that are well, namely in us, God. Church, just have a seat for two more minutes. I'm going to close, and I promise it'll be quick because I know that this gets long. But I hope, I hope you know this is different. I hope you're okay with it. Gosh, I, I, don't, I just used to rush in and rush out so quick to church. And my gosh, it went, it went over an hour. I was all ticked. And I hope, and maybe that's you today, and I hope that you'll soften your heart. That we give God just this little sliver of a week. And I hope you give him way more than that. But in the 1940s, a professor named Professor Orr was a teacher in theology in England. 
he decided to take his uh, class on a field trip to different religious sites in England, sites that were pivotal in building up the church. So he gathered the students, and uh, one of the places that they were going to go visit in England was the Epworth Rectory, home place of John Wesley, uh, an amazing reformer of the church. In fact, him and others, because of their what they put into theology, it formed the way that you and I worship in church today. That's how big it was. And Wesley, he would, he would study, he would teach, and he would pray that revival would take place. That's what he would pray. And it happened. Like, through him and others, revivals happened. All over, and they're happening so big and so bold that thousands of people at a time are coming to know Jesus. So much that, that what's happening, like, like the hand of God they're like has never moved like this before. So much so that what was going down is recorded in history books. Why? How did that happen? It's because people like John Wesley and others were on their knees in prayer. So Professor Orr takes them into the rectory and he shows them the kitchen where Wesley would have ate thousands of meals. They, they go to the study. This intimate place where Wesley would have done a lot of his, uh, got a lot of his education and reading and, and studying. And they got to, in fact, they got to see the books, some of his own books that were there. They got to pick the books up, hold them, touch them, look at them. And thinking about what, what had happened through him. So then Professor Org takes them upstairs and they go into Wesley's bedroom. And all the students are filing in and they file around. And by the bed, there's these two worn patches in the carpet. Two almost holes. And Professor Orr says, those, those holes by the bed, those are where Wesley every day would get on his knees in the same spot and pray. Not for a minute, not for a moment, but for hours. For hours praying for revival. For hours praying that the Lord would move praying so hard that he literally wore the carpet out. So the students hang out there for another minute or two. Then they file back downstairs, then they go out, and then they load up in the bus. As Professor Orr is counting the students, he realizes one is missing. So he goes back into the rectory and looks in the kitchen, goes in the study, he looks in the study, and then he goes up the stairs and looks in the bedroom. And across the bed, on the other side of the bed, is a student kneeling with their knees in the same spots where Wesley's knees were. The student's kneeling there. And he hears the student praying with his arms outstretched like this. Do it again, Lord. Lord, would you do it again? Would you do it again through me? Professor Orr walked around the bed to where the student was and put his hand on the student's shoulder and explained it was time to go. So the student rising up, rose up from his knees and Billy Graham went out and joined the rest of his classmates in the bus. And then you know what God did? He did it again. Church, I'm wondering, what if we ask God, like, what if, what if we got on our knees like that? 
What if we ask God to move through us like that? Like, God, I don't want to just go through the motions next year. I don't want to just attend church, come and go, and nothing changes. I don't want another year to come and go, and then I don't change. God, would you do something through me? Church, I wonder, what if we prayed an agreement today? What if we prayed an agreement that we don't want to look like the world looks? We don't want to, we don't want to live like the world lives. We don't want to fit in. What if we pray that we want, to, we want to be set apart, that we want to stand out, that we want to be different, that we want to live our purpose? What if we said, God, we want to seek you with all of our heart and watch what you do? God, what if, what if, Lord, Lord, would you start revival in this place through us? Lord, would you start revival through our church? Lord, help us break through our comfort. Lord, help us break through our complacency. Lord, help us break through our unbelief. Lord, would you help build our faith? Lord, would you set us on fire with the Holy Spirit? Lord, would you do it again? Come on, God. Revival, for it to happen out here, it has to happen here. Amen. Yeah, amen is right. I closed with a gospel. I've been reading the book of Romans with a group of guys, and it hit me last week, and God's like, share it. It's the word of God, and it's the gospel. Romans 3, 22 and 24. Say it starts with me. It does. Revival starts with you. You want revival in your home? It has to happen in your heart. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone, say everyone, who believes no matter who we are. I love that. Because I don't know about your story, but my story is completely sideways, messed up, jacked up, and wrong. But God said, he just said that Jesus came for me, and if he came for me, he came for you. Verse 23, everyone has sinned. Boy, you don't have to tell me twice. We fall short of the glorious standard. All of us do. We can't do it. Yet God, in his grace, the undeserved favor of God freely makes us right in his sight. How? He did it through Christ Jesus. When he freed us from the penalty of our sins, through the death and resurrection of Jesus, because Jesus is alive today, because he rose from the dead, you and I have hope. We are saved. You are saved. You can be saved by God's grace through your faith when you believe in Jesus, that he's the son of God, that he died and rose. You want to sell out to that today? Do it. Pray with me after the service. Pray with Casey. Pray with the prayer team. We will walk you walk you through that. We will pray with you online. I choose Jesus. Text it to, to 474747. This is all I know, that if we want it to happen out here, it has to happen here. And God made it so clear to me, and he needed you to know that, that he came for you and that he died for you and that he rose for you. And when you, when you, when you accept him, the Holy Spirit enters into you and makes you new. You can't live your purpose without the Holy Spirit in you. You won't see revival in 2021 without the Holy Spirit in you. I'm sorry you won't. It isn't possible. This is your first step if you've never done this. Sell out to Jesus today. 
call on the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Father, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, for your word and your truth. God, we're gonna worship one more time. Well, we've been worshiping the whole time, but we're gonna sing one more song. And God, I pray that people, if they wanna keep praying, they'll pray. If you want more of the prayer team, pray with somebody. God, I want people to know that they're loved and they're valuable. To the person that walked in here not knowing that anybody cares about you, God cares about you. The person that thought God gave up on you, he didn't give up on you. The person that thought God was done with you, he's not done with you. That's why you're here today. That's why you're listening today. That's why you're watching today. God is not done with you. In fact, he's just getting started. Father, have your way. Do what only you can do. Prepare us, God, for breakthrough. We want it. We declare it. We love you. We thank you. And we're not just saying it, but we're believing it. The best is yet to come. In Jesus' name I pray, and we all say, amen. Hey, thanks so much for watching today, but don't stop there. We want to invite you to be part of our Meadows family. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to our Meadows YouTube channel. That way you don't miss a single video, update, or message. And not only that, share this message with a friend. I encourage you. So many people are looking for hope and encouragement, and you and I have the ability to bring it to them. So again, thanks for watching, and God bless you.